Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. And we are live. Welcome to another edition of Cuss with Gus. It's CJ and Gus Devos, and we're very excited to be here. Today. You will be joining us here uh, shortly. Uh, be tied up on a call right now, but uh, we knew it was important to get the show started. So, so Gus, how are you, man? Good, man. Happy Thursday. How are, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, just we were talking a little bit before we went live. There's just so much energy going on right now. So many things that are occurring, you know, really optimistic and, and good things, right? It's like, it's like the sun is shining bright. The sky is blue. I mean, it's just, it's just a great day overall. So uh, anyway, Gus, yeah, you doing okay? It's, it, it, it is good. And, and between, you know, the new developments and, you know, watching them squirm over, over the North Korea stuff. And like, like we talked about the, you know, you could argue it might be recycled news or a lot of it is just verification of what many of us already, you know, suspected or, or knew uh, that, I mean, and I just pulled up while we were while we were waiting. I was I pulled up the, the Fox News, and actually, the um, the one of the people on the Mueller team uh, was uh, they they audited his text too, and he was sending sending like we have to stop Trump texts and all this kind of shit like in, that was involved in the Russia investigation. Oh wow, wow, yeah, yeah. It's again, it, like you said, a lot of it's like we already knew this. <laughs> like it's like no shit, really. Uh, but it, it's kind—it's just—it's it, just—it's further validation that it's like, dude, when are when are these people gonna just fucking wake up? And I don't mean about the uh, the pure ideologues—they clearly they clearly have an agenda. I'm talking about like anyone with rational or critical thinking that when when you have a branch of government that has the ability to quite frankly, you know, kick down our doors and put us in handcuffs or spy on us or, oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. Yeah. Like this is how these people really think. So I like, even with you, you, you get a straight faced Democrat, you know, and how he could, how he or she could stick up for something like this. It's, it's kind of incredible. Like, and again, the, uh, even if like a George W. Bush campaign had been caught doing this for McCain or something in 08, like, can you imagine the liberal outrage? This, this should be objectively terrifying to anyone, regardless of political leanings, meaning that it, if we give this branch of government and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been convinced for a long time. The whole thing is a fucking scam, but the, if we give the, it's not even a branch of government, it's a fucking department under a branch of government. If we give them this kind of power, unchecked power, and the fact that Democrats would stick up for it, 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 the redacted statements, the spying, the wiretapping, the infiltration, all of it, and they they can't see you know an election cycle down the road where this could be used against them is terrifying dude it's it's it, it, it it's banana republic behavior dude like right. the, this is the kind of shit you find in third world countries it, it you're absolutely right and and here's the thing that irritates me is that as much as more and more this information can come to light you know this everything ranging from things that we already knew along this way you, you what whatever it is gus you name it the the Hillary Clinton investigation, the spying on Trump, the meeting on the tarmac, the and now we're learning that uh, one of the attorneys that's actually on Mueller's investigation is actually tweeting out messages now. All of these things, but there's still a certain portion of society, Gus, that regardless of the facts, regardless of the information that you point out of the the corruption that existed, for some reason, Gus, they don't even care. They don't even care at all. 
Well, dude, like, man, like I told you before, before we went live, it's like, dude, whatever, if you guys, and by you guys, I obviously mean the fucking, the, the libs and the left, if you guys are going to green light this shit, I mean, then what you're really saying is Trump and the Republicans could start doing it to you in 2018 and, 20, and, and in 2020 and moving forward. So it doesn't matter what Bolshevik fucking retarded person you stick up there in 2020, if it's Warren or Booker or whatever other fucking, you know, skank or whatever you're going to put up there. It, it the At the end of the day, if we could say, oh, Elizabeth Warren once had a conversation with a, a Saudi whatever, she's a Saudi agent, or Cory Booker once spoke to uh, a Chinese businessman, uh, like with opposition research on, I mean, if this is the precedence we're set, uh, setting right now, like anything goes, if, because dude, you can make anything, and this is kind of a long-standing thing about the whole argument of probable cause and warrants and all of it. It's like, you could rationalize anything at that point. Like if, and these, a lot of these courts are, are never see the light of day and we still haven't seen the, you know, you never even see the, the data that was used to obtain the warrants and all that shit. It's like, and then on the back end of it, here's what's most frustrating to me on the back end of it, even when you catch them with smoking gun shit, like this is clearly, you know, fucking authoritarian banana Republic dystopian fucking shit they're doing. Even when you catch them, like they say, oh, we can't show you because of national security. It's like they even have their back door out on the way. Like we're, we're totally lying. We're total fucking, you know, we're total shit show authoritarian. This is a total scam. And yeah, you caught us, but you can never know the truth. Dude, it, it's, it, that's what, that's, what's very, not only terrifying, but infuriating. Mm -hmm. Like, well, Gus, I've stated numerous times that, you know, for example, that if this happened to a, a Democratic president or something else and this amount of corruption was exposed, you know, I, w I would be calling uh, the corruption out regardless of any type of uh, political affiliation. I, I want I want uh, I want humanity to win. I want to see an era of prosperity, of, of peace, a uh, the, the political awakening that I was hoping for with a Trump administration had nothing to do with you know, political party or political affiliation. It had to do with somebody coming in and taking a wrecking ball to this massive corrupt system that's existed at the federal government for way, you know, too long. That's that's what I wanted. That's what I supported. So I, I wouldn't care who got us there as long as they took the wrecking ball to that system. And and all of this is being exposed. And I'm just hoping that as, as a result of that, that more people will... Uh, be red pilled to understand the the corruption that exists with the federal governments, and they're all in together. There's the the, the fake left right paradigm. Uh, they're they're all co conspirators in in with corporations to line their their own pockets with wealth and continue the masquerade of of uh, of, uh, of diplomacy of of uh, democracy that we uh, the the imagination that we have this existing and and so. With all that being said, uh, Trump has exposed all that as, as a falsehood. Yeah, dude, I, I guess I don't, a lot of things, a lot of things have caught me the last, you know, year and a half, two years in, in disbelief. And one of them is how a, a, such a large portion of the country could be anti-transparency. Uh, if there's one thing that, it, regardless of your political leanings, I mean, if you're if the if the leftists and the liberals are telling me they've straight up they've straight up a, if they've gone full commie like full east german gestapo shit full fucking you know ussr shit where even transparency is bad then they're beyond saving like way beyond saving if if we they like i told you like i started this fucking uh monologue off with it's like a lot of things have shocked me they've given up on freedom of speech they're no longer anti-war they're pro-war they're pro-spying uh they're pro i mean all the things that they've uh made a 180 on the last two three years are incredible quite frankly but if we can't even get on the same page about transparency like we need to know what's going on and what it did and this goes to your point dude it's a lot of it is economic Every time there's an audit the Fed thing, who do you think are the ones like that don't want it audited? 
It's a fucking liberal congressman, uh, fucking and senator stopping the thing. It's like they they even want the bankers to operate in secret. It, it, it's it's incredible to me. It's like we we're out, we can't get on the same page about the public knowing what the fuck's going on. Uh, when Bush was president, they were all about transparency. You know, like uh, the uh, you know anytime a, a leak would come through, it doesn't matter if it's uh, WikiLeaks or Assange or Snowden or uh, uh, who's the uh, the tranny Obama let out. Uh, 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 what was what was it? Uh, Manning, Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea Manning or Chelsea whatever. Manning, yeah. 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 So when a Republican's in office, you know, you you hear them preach about it. But when when it's the gay Muslim, we have to act like he's you know Jesus Christ. Uh, so it, it it's like, dude, transparency is a big fucking deal. I mean, it's it, it's it's for me, it's up there with like you know freedom. If if we can't see what's going on, they're hiding something you know, malicious and, and evil and nefarious. And it, it's, I don't know, it, it, it's per, very perplexing to me. I, I'm pro-transparency regardless of who, who's in charge, just like I'm tro, uh, pro-freedom of speech regardless of who's in charge, just like I'm, you know, pro-Second Amendment regardless of who's in charge. It, it, your, your beliefs and convictions and virtue should be objective throughout. Like I said, I'll, I'll be the first one to scream, scream at the top of my lungs when Trump starts dropping bombs in Syria. Like, I don't give a fuck if Trump's in charge. Like that, my conviction is anti-war, regardless of who's running shit. And if you if you can't get on those page about those like universal principles that you have, and your your critical thinking is shut down once your guy's in, then you're just fucking stupid. Like you're you're dogmatic. You're at that point, politics has no longer become an intellectual exercise for you. It's become a religion for you. Like you you're you're totally brainwashed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. It sucks, man. It, 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 it's, 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 it's half, half of it angers me. The other half depresses me. It's like, uh, you know, fucking retards, but, uh, what, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And I, and I would like to think that like the people like, uh, Robert De Niro who get, utilize their platform to get up there and say, yeah, the president and the entire audience. I would like to think that that is more of the elitist class. And there's more and more people who, uh, start, I even witnessed a few of my friends who are very uh, left-leaning come out and say, hey, you know what? There's a certain level of respect. There's a certain level of behavior, whether it's for me or it's for my kids to observe. You know, And th that's one of those things that you know was really, for the most part, un uncalled for. And a lot of people have said, well, just flip it. Imagine if there was someone that went up there and said the same thing you know, about uh, Obama. And it's and it's it's pretty it's fairly significant. And then Bill Mayer is that his name last name Mayer Mayer Mar whatever Bill Mayer that came out and said, well, I would I think the greatest thing that could happen is if we did have a war if 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 you know there was a nuclear strike on North Korea and that that whole conversation blew up in Trump's face and the economy uh, was trashed and we ended up in a recession and you know and the middle class was wiped out. I think that'd be a good thing for America because then then Trump wouldn't get reelected. You you have people that come out and say. Things like that. I think people are starting to realize, hey, you know what? Whoa, you know what? Time out here. You're talking about harming individual people at the sake of just your your political beliefs, your political gain. That's that's very selfish. Well, dude, you know, man, it's it. There's there's certain things that, and there's certain people that they're on the left. I mean, but I still respect them for being intellectually honest. And I don't agree with them. Uh, like, who's our girlfriend? Uh, our girlfriend in Hawaii, who called out all the serious shit. Uh, is it Gabhard or something like that? Is uh, Ga Gabby. Um, yeah, yeah. She's she's like the ex-military. She, yeah. she she's been exposing Syria as being a complete fucking fraud forever, and she's she's a Democrat. Uh, and she's on an island alone, like the because the rest of them are just spineless fucking neoliberal fucking pathological warmongers. Uh, but that's an example of uh, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, uh, awesome fucking, he, he's the one who brought Snowden to light. Uh, he's achieved huge fame. I, I dude, I don't agree with him on 75% of his, uh, pol politics, specifically all the economic shit, right? He's a uh, civil, obviously he leans civil libertarian, but he's, he's, he's like a socialist it, leaning. I don't know. Tulsi Gabbard. That's it. Tulsi Gabbard. I just, yeah, I just yeah, Gabbard. Yes, that's V's, uh, V's uh, mama. <laughs> <laughs> dude she's fucking great she's she's fucking great i'm a big i'm a big fan 
Uh, and again, I, she's another example. Yeah, we have, uh, there are differences, mass differences of opinion, specifically on the economic side, but at least she's still an anti-war leftist. At least Glenn Greenwald is still a uh, social libertarian leftist. Like you can't, the old scam growing up uh, anyway, and the, you know, when I was a kid and your, your choice was one party dangled economic freedom in front of you, the other party dangled uh, social freedom in front of you. The libs, the libs pu pushed social freedom, the Republicans pu pushed economic freedom. You know, one, one party wanted to tell you how to live, the other one wanted to steal your money, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like the libs don't even give you the soul, like they're pro-war and anti-fucking social freedom. It's, it's, it's the bizarro world, but what, what they're learning is that it's, and that, that explains why they've diverted to straight up identity politics. That's all they have left to sell. They can't, you can't be a Democrat and go up there and say, yeah, we love dropping bombs too, fuck it. You can't be a Democrat and be like, yeah, we still want to steal 80% of your fucking money, suckers. You can't be a Democrat and be like, you know, go up there and be like, it, 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 the, the social freedom thing is gone. They're pro-spying, they're anti-free speech, they're, they're, dude, they're, they, they want to know everything about, I mean, they're, it's terrible. They're, they're, they're total Orwellians now. I mean, it's, it's gone it's and that's like the that's their the center of their party there's a new uh i'm, I'm sure you've seen that uh, that square that's divided by two like and on one side there's uh it's it's four boxes and it's yeah, social yeah. freedom economic freedom and it's that x x access and y access etc and now they're it used to be like again like the grand greenwalds of the world wanted economic slavery but uh pro civil liberties etc and now the the mainstream left want they're they're just authoritarian everything. They're authoritarian economically and socially. And they're, dude, they're Stalinists. They're Maoists. Like, and they, I I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't get it because I'm not a fucking twisted fuck. But <laughs> you, I mean, you, uh, I don't know. You, there are only really like there's two kinds of people, dude. Honestly, I and I'm stealing this from someone, and I don't, I don't know if he came up with it originally, but. There, there are people who want to be left alone, and there's people who won't leave you, leave you alone. Right. Yep. Every, everyone currently supporting that party won't leave you alone. Like they're, they want to know, you know, how much of your money they get to get. They want to know uh, what you're telling your kids. They want to know what you pray to. They want to know who you speak to. They want to know what you say. They want to. I mean, it's it's total authoritarian behavior. They're little, they're fucking Maoists, dude. They're total Maoists. And that, that's why, dude, I, I, again, I, just to show you, I'm not a total, I, I am libertarian and have been for a decade now. And it's like, I could still respect people on the left that come at me or come at us or, you know, are consistent in their thinking. Yes. Okay, fine. You're, you're, you, you want to take a bunch of my money and fucking, you know, give it to the fucking peasants. Fair enough. But at least you still don't want to fuck me in the ass in other places. Uh, but there, that's, that's, dude, that's quickly vanishing. I, I don't know. I don't know how, how they keep fooling so much of the electorate. Well, I actually, I do know they, they import people. That That's, I mean, that, that explains the whole immigration thing. We can't, we have to bring in, you know, we have to bring in new suckers because the existing suckers were done selling them shit. It's like once a con artist has exhausted all his fucking victims, he needs to bring in a fresh crop of victims. Right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So that, they, they import them. That's, that's what the whole fucking immigration thing's about. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I, dude, the way they've even, the North Korea coverage, dude, have you like even watched any of the, the, the MSNBC or CNN coverage. It's, it's it? insane, dude. Yeah, it, it's just it's just complete madness. You, what what's your take, man? I, you can't win. So, I mean, you can't win. They're they're such con artists. They're so dogmatic. You can't win. Six months ago, six months ago, or not even say from a year to six months ago, it was uh, nuclear holocaust fears. And now it's you know how dare he make peace with North Korea? How how dare how dare he uh, <laughs> strike a meeting with North Korea to, to take away their nukes? 
it, it, it's, I mean, at what, at what point are you just admitting you're selling fucking retarded people and children shit? Like there, it, it's like, how, how can any liberal be anti denuclearization of North Korea? And, 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 it, and answering it honestly, it's, it's such a, it's fucked up, dude. It's really fucked up. Uh, yeah, they 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 want to pretend, Gus, that the last sixteen years of U.S. foreign policy has yielded so much positive results. I mean, I mean, take a look at the scoreboard. You know, what what are we looking at here? So, uh, whether it's you know Iraq, you know uh, Syria, uh, Yemen, Afghanistan, uh, Libya. I mean, take a look at all the success stories that the U.S. has had with all the the former leaders. <laughs> look at that scorecard, Gus, and they want to. They want to now take a moment to criticize someone who enters a, a potential conversation. Where did they want the conversation to begin? They criticize that, you know, Trump is going to, you know, create a nuclear war with all his rhetoric and 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 threatening, you know, on Twitter and everything else. And then once a, a peaceful negotiation is reached and just a, a, and again, just a mutual agreement to explore denuclearization. And and they want to act like he was too soft now. I mean, I just I just do not get it. The dude, hmm, I think I've been saying it for like a year and a half now. Uh, even before the election, uh, maybe not before the election. After the primaries wrapped up, after after Rubio and Ted Cruz were were, were defeated by Trump, when it was just Trump and Hillary left standing. That's when I came to the conclusion and realization that the Republican Party, mind you, it still has the Rubios of the world and Lindsey Graham's of the world and blah, blah, blah. The Republican Party appears at, in 2018, from 2015 to 2018, to now be the anti-war party. If I, it, it, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. It's the, the days, the... Anti-war, when I used to see anti-war protests or marches, you know, it, it wouldn't make me vomit in my mouth. But the only thing they're marching about now is with, with pussy hats on. Like I like trying to uncover the conspiracy to keep uh, women out of MIT engineering departments. Or something. It, it's it's all like fictional bullshit. Right. So the, the anti-war, you would think that somewhere we could, you know, meet meet together, the libertarian side of the Republicans and the anti-war movement from the left. But. They, they've abandoned it, dude. They've abandoned murder for uh, uh, pussy hats or uh, affirmative action or whatever bullshit they're trying to, whatever oppressed group they're selling this week. Uh, the it, it's that's that's what's again, and I think I think that's appealing to young people. Uh, the the sales if you look at historically that most people that are anti-war are, are are young people and and i don't think the democrats realize the they're gonna they're gonna alienate that demographic and it, it hasn't come out yet i don't think it's as transparent to everyone as it is to maybe us or whatever but if you've been paying attention the last 20 years to to u.s politics the left is pretty fucking bloodthirsty dude they're, they they haven't voted down any foreign conflict that I'm aware of. So even since Bush, like the left was pro Afghanistan, they were pro Iraq, they were pro the 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 left and the left is embraces war the last 15 years or so. So I, I don't I don't I don't think it's strategically smart, but whatever. I'm I'm glad because I don't like anything else they fucking do either. Um, it it the North Korea thing is incredible. It, it's, yeah. it, I mean, it's incredible. It, it's uh, how how they could try to put a negative spin on it is maybe the only thing more incredible about it. But to hear you see these highlights, you watch Tucker Carlson at night or uh, Laura Ingram or whatever, and you see them play highlights of some of the the reactions from MSNBC and CNN. And the the best is uh, Zero Hedgeways does a great great job pointing it out uh, when he when he puts quotes around experts. The so-called experts, like uh, all these, like all these fucking. <laughs> well, there's all these like retarded political hacks who, uh, you know, are, are bloodthirsty uh, and you know don't want to claim responsibility for a million dead fucking Libyans uh, or a million dead uh, Iraqis. And it's like, 
you know, for for the political party that goes off and, and tells us all the time how much you really want to protect people of color, you sure as shit are okay slaughtering them. <laughs> like, you, you are. I, I mean, it's like when they're voting for you, when, when it's in the voting box, you constantly have to remind them how you're looking, trying to protect them. But when it's dropping bombs, trying to still steal resources, you <laughs> yeah, you, it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 love people of color so much, so that we're gonna wipe about a million million of them out this uh, this this month. Uh, so it's it's fucking absurd, dude. It, they're oh god, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. I the the good news is, like I said, I think I saw yesterday that his approval rating right now is higher than Obama's was at this point in the presidency. Uh, and so two years in, Trump has a higher approval than than Obama uh, did it two years in. Uh, so that's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it truly is. And I, I think in part, as we head into the the 2018, the, the, the 2020 election cycles that are rolling up, is that I, I really, you know, you have to search very hard for any type of uh, a sign of any type of um, uh, democratic platform of, of of anything that they could really, you know, hang their hat on. You know, I, I mean, even even some of their policies that they were supposed to be the champions of, Gus. You know, what happened with this whole thing with the Dreamers? You know, that was supposed to be like one of their top, you know, agenda items was the Dreamers and and uh, immigration reform and all that. Where where where's that? I, I mean, it's Oh, dude, all, all they haven't stopped, dude. It's all it's all victimhood. That's why it's like, and, and as all these all these people come forward, like it, it was hard for a lot of us, myself included. It was hard to articulate all this shit two, three years ago. Like we we knew something was off, but like it was just hard to articulate. And as all these you know conservative great minds have come forward and really dissected this shit. From its origin to where we are now, dude. Uh, Jordan Peterson just had a fucking awesome, uh, like uh, it's like a five minute video on PragerU. It's already got like oh, a million and a half views or something like that. Where he's like, he really explains it. Something for like parents to see before they send their kids to university. He's attacking the university culture head on and explaining exactly what the leftists are doing and the origin of all this chaos and looting and rioting on campuses and shutting down speakers it it really breaks it down brilliantly and are even for you know someone who isn't entrenched as as much as like me and you and, and vr but it's there the answer you would think the a logical person would say okay this isn't working uh people the jig is up so to speak right like they're they've figured us out the the con there's way too many people actually able to, where two, three years ago, it would be a lot harder for me to be able to just shut it down or debate and be able to analyze exactly what they're doing. But there's too many people that could speak well on the subject now and know the origins of it. Oh, and by the way, it didn't work in the last election. Uh, so, and, and that's the greatest thing. So you would think they would double down and be like, okay, maybe we need to stop attacking normal people just for being born with a penis uh, or <laughs> seriously. I mean, that's what they're doing. Like they're uh, some guy tried to, some guy, and he was, he's an acquaintance, like a friend of a friend. He, on my last trip to Chicago, a couple like two, three weeks ago, was like a diehard liberal. He's like regurgitating. Uh, he, you, you could tell he's just regurgitating just Anderson Cooper and fucking the, that butch dyke, whatever her name is. And it's uh, he's like, just bombing away while we're having cocktails. And I'm, I stopped him. I'm like, dude, you still don't fucking get it, man. And he's like, well, what do I get? I'm like, dude, the reason your fucking bitch lost is because people don't want to hate themselves and their fathers. It's just that simple. Your party has shifted to you were born this way. You should be self-loathing. And you should hate your father and grandfather. Like, if you if you're a Christian, you hate yourself. If you have a wife and you're heterosexual, hate yourself. If you're a man, hate yourself. If you're white, hate yourself. Like, people don't want to hate themselves for nothing, something they never did. <laughs> just because, just because <laughs> I have a, 
is it brains? Like it's it's not brain surgery. I just because I have testicles doesn't mean I'm a racist or uh, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm a rapist. Just because I I'm white doesn't mean I'm in the Klan. Just because I am a Christian doesn't mean I'm responsible for the fucking Crusades. Like it, it's like it's all this bullshit. Like I'm and then I sent you and V that text about that movie, The Promise. Yeah, uh, yeah. About about the Armenian genocide. Why don't you break? Why don't you share that with our audience? Why don't you well, share that? So, shockingly, yeah, the Greeks have been fucking fighting uh, the East, uh, Asia, and Africa between the Egyptians and the Persians and, and the Turks. And Greeks have been fighting these fucking people for 3,000 fucking years. And it wasn't our aggression, majority of the time, you could argue, obviously, Alexander the Great, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, without dissecting each individual conflict, the last 500 years, has been Ottoman aggression and Turkish aggression and blah, 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 from enslaving all of Greece to the Armenian genocide, which is called the Armenian genocide, but really the numbers are 1.5 million Armenians estimated and a million Greeks. Now, we don't have the influence in New York and LA that Jewish people do, so most people don't have never fucking heard about it, but <laughs> shockingly, the Turks slaughtered a million fucking Greeks and a million and a half Armenians right at the outset of World War One. I'm talking extermination. And my I've heard these stories from my grandfather, my grandmother, that's it, taught in Greece, not in the US and Turkey, obviously. Uh, it's not taught, really taught in a lot of Western countries outside of, but the Armenians were fucking butchered. The Greeks were butchered, put in a fucking trains, exterminated out into the, like it, uh, dude, two and a half, you could argue like close to three million people after the, the numbers settled. If you were Christian and fucking the Ottoman Empire, Constantinople, et cetera, they butchered you World War One, execution style. It was a Holocaust, dude, before the before the Holocaust. Uh, that's where that's where the the Germans were allies with the Ottoman Empire during World War One. So where did the, the Nazis didn't mysteriously come up with a lot of these methods? The blueprint was already fucking there. Now, one thing the Armenians and the Greeks don't do is play the fucking victim card every day of their lives. So I don't go around. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I don't go around saying, you know, you owe me this, you owe me that, I'm a victim, you owe me this. Despite the fact that so uh, between the Turks and the Nazis, who also ravaged our country and wiped out 75% of my fucking gene pool, the, you don't hear me going around telling me people owe me things. <laughs> I don't. I don't yell at Turkish people. Give me this. I don't yell at Germans. Like it just <laughs> every every people on the faith. The moral of the story is, it doesn't. And dude, I, I, I get in a debate about my my neighbor, who's like a, a well educated, smart doctor, and he's an Indian guy, and he let it slip one time. He's like, "Yeah, the white people sure have fucked up." I'm like, "Have they?" I'm like, "Do you know anything about Greece the last 500 years?" I'm like, "How about the Mongols? They were peaceful. You know who's real peaceful? The Egyptians." I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Like, it, because it's just bullshit. It's all bullshit. If you really know anything about the last 3,000 fucking years of world history, it, it, it's, there have been every religion, every race, every people have committed really terrible fucking shit. And it has nothing to do with your, it's all about, conquering and power and labor and whatever now do does, does the world own does the universe or world owe me anything for something i never experienced of course not dude that's like that's child thinking that's victim thinking uh but that's the card these people still want to play like and that's what's so that's to me it's not even it used to upset me now it's more like laughable it's, and that's why i throw that in their face like Dude, you know nothing about me. I don't owe you anything. I've never wronged you. You know nothing about my background. And, and that's what's so frustrating. Like, I, they, they think like there's this giant, vast conspiracy. And blah. it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. And, and it, the, the concerning thing to me is why that, that story you doesn't get the and I was shocked they actually made a movie. It was our, uh, an Armenian an Armenian billionaire made the movie. Uh, and that's why he like finds. Yeah, I never stuff. heard of it until you sent it to me. So I'm, I'm yeah, I, dude, I, it just it was mysteriously on Showtime. It's called The Promise. Yeah, and it's it specifically it's it's focused on Armenian people, obviously, but it wasn't just the Armenians. It was a fucking there was like a million 
the Armenians and Greeks, they sacked Constantinople in 1453. That's a huge day in Greece still. Um, and they, uh, that's because the Constantinople is such a vital piece. It was all Greeks, and I mean the Rome, uh, the the emperor, the Roman emperor is the one who like founded the city and made Christianity the official religion of the empire. Split the empire into two. I'm named after the fucking Roman emperor Constantinople. My name in Greek is Costa Constantinople. Okay. Um, okay. So it's it's a big it's a big name in Greece and in Italy, and he's a very he's a saint in the in the church, etc. But they sacked the city, and they everyone coexisted. The Muslim Turks and the, the Christians, mostly made up of Greeks and, and Armenians. This is the old Byzantine Empire transitioning to Ottomans. And then uh, after they after they sacked the city, then the extermination started right around World War One. From like 1910 to 1920 was a strategic fucking genocide of Christians in, in, in Turkey. Uh, present day Turkey at that time, uh, the Ottoman Empire. So, but again, it's these things aren't discussed or or talked about, and it's just, and I don't, I don't go around preaching it or talking about it. But it's always I keep it in my pocket, not to be able to bitch, just to shut someone the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> when when some tranny on her iPhone wants to start bitching at me about something, that, that's when I just pull it out. And I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up, because you don't know shit. Like you don't, you don't know shit, and you're you're not a victim as you're drinking your fucking triple soy macchiato latte. Like, shut the fuck up. You don't know. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, and it uh, that's that's what drives me to to fucking chaos. Yeah, uh, and, and in my opinion, as far as the, the the victimhood and that that victim culture. That somehow has uh, you know existed and evolved where it is today. I think, in part, to me, it, it's twofold. I think number one is that it is it's easy. It's very easy uh, for someone to play the victim. It's very easy for someone to say, "Hey, I'm like this," or "Things are like this because of this." It's 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 easy uh, to shift that blame, and and it's lazy. It, it's truly lazy versus taking the time uh, for someone to properly assess whether they feel that they're they've been treated differently or they're not where they want to be economically, where they may have uh, you know not succeeded in some either job or role or anything like that. It's 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 so much e- it's easier, Gus. Just I, I, to say I, I, dude, I, I think I think you just hit the the nail on the head. It, it's the hardest person to blame, it takes a lot of courage and guts and maturity to blame the reflection in the mirror. It is so much easier to blame the universe for your fucking problems. For for you to have a fucking serious look at your, dude, and that's, that's, that's partially why Jordan Peterson has blown up. It, his whole clean your room thing it is like that's the catchphrase in Mimi, like how how simplistic his message is. It's like before you try changing the world, retarded hippie. Why don't you just get your your own shit together? <laughs> it, it's true, dude. It, it's like at the end of the day, like I'm gonna go march in your desk, blah blah blah. Like, dude, uh, you have a Cheeto stains on your cock uh, from fucking masturbating and eating Cheetos, and you live in your mom's basement, and like, well, and you have a like, two hundred thousand dollars in debt from your useless degree. It's like, Dude, yeah, before you change the world, shithead, get your shit together. And then come talk to me about changing the world. But look, they don't, they're, they don't want to accept responsibility for their own failures or lack of production or whatever. Like, off, off topic related, it's like I freaked out about my, my cholesterol test a couple weeks ago. Who do I fucking blame? Myself, like my hedonism. It's like, dude, all right, quit the booze, put down the fucking cheeseburger, like playtime's over, like get your shit together, exercise. Like if you have a fucking problem, you, no one has, it it goes with the the philosophy of stoicism. You can't control the world, but you control how you react to it. Control your own shit, control your environment, control the people you talk to, the people you hang out with, control your production, control the time you wake up, control your exercise, your diet. You control all those things. There's no conspiracy trying to stop you, you know, like 
It, but a lot of these people are so fucking pathetic that they, oh, you know, it's, it's the, uh, I blame this, I blame that. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, keep, keep blaming that. Like, I, everyone gives a fuck who you blame. It, 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 I, think, I think everything, like, this whole tirade I'm going on is, and when, when, you, when you have the, the family unit broken, which this country's quickly migrated to, amongst the aggregate, I think, is, doesn't matter if you're Hispanic or white or black. I think the aggregate's like 45% now or something, or 40%. Uh, worse, worse in, in black, black, uh, black children, obviously. But when you take away the father in a, in a marriage, when you take away the father from a household, who is usually like that, that rational voice, that tougher voice, the, like mom does the nurturing and loving and tenderness, and dad comes in and be like, yeah, you kind of got to get your shit together too. Like, stop, you know, you're, you're not always going to win, but don't fucking cry about it. Like dad comes in with a sturdy voice of realism and rationality and, and mom, you know, when the kids need picking up, mom picks them up, but dad, but dad's there to actually kind of try to paint a picture about how the real world works. Uh, and I think, I think that's a large part of it, dude. I think it's a lot of these kids we're sending out, they're sending out into the world. Now we're sending out are just, they come from matriarchal, toxic environments. No one's ever sat them down from a, a young age and had a really like rational talk to them. Like, you know, don't make excuses. You could do anything. Just fucking work hard and don't be a put. You know, I don't think kids get those conversations anymore. No, they, no, uh, I, you know, no, I, I agree. And if you look in part where, you know, our families, uh, you know, grew up and, and things that they've evolved to, whether it's everything from having, uh, going from one car in the household that maybe that existed in the eighties to now everyone has two and three cars or some, you know, at one time, you know, uh, someone evolved from living into a trailer to an apartment, to a home, all those things. I think the prosperity for most part has really jumped by, jumped by leaps and bounds through those years. And now you have a whole generation that they think that those things are going to be there just simply by graduating from high school going to college, getting a degree, and then saying, okay, where's my success? I I did that portion of it, so where's my house? Uh, where's my BMW? And, and and I need these things now, please. The, the greatest ongoing debate to this day at 41 years old I have with my mother, it's that each, each generation gets fucking weaker and weaker, uh, without, especially without massive struggle. Uh, so as this country has become incredibly possible, prosperous, you know, since the Great Depression, everyone, like, you know, especially during adolescence, I would, you know, bitch at my parents, like, oh, and I have to go fucking work, and my friends are all playing, and I have to go to the restaurant, and I, after school, I have to go to Greek school, and blah, 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 and they're just bitching and bitching and bitching, and oh my God, dad hit me last month, and I can't believe, what, what you're, why are you trying to pull out your belt, what did I, I just said, fuck once, who cares, and so it was just a, a lot, of, I was a kid, I was constantly bitching, and even to this day, I don't bitch, but my mom's like, dude, the, the reason you guys don't understand it is that as bad as you think, first of all, the kids now, like we bitch at how soft they were. And my mom would bitch at how soft, you know, me and my brothers were. Right. And, and then she's like, she took beatings every day. Mm -hmm. She's like, because my grandfather would come home wasted during a civil war in Greece and just start beating the shit out of the kids if they even looked at him wrong. Uh, like, so every generation puts up with, gets softer and softer and weaker and weaker and more entitled and more entitled. And I, maybe we're at peak pussy right now. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it, th that could well, be Well, that's it. you. You're single. I'm married, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, we might be peak pussy. Like, everyone, and I know it's, this, this dialogue has been exhausted throughout all of uh, society. Like, everyone gets a trophy and... Uh, don't, uh, don't say, uh, uh, don't bully anyone verbally. It's like, don't be mean. That's what it's like, dude, they're uh, these kids. A lot of these people have to toughen up and they're you, the, the, the emotional, uh, even out in like public amongst adults, the, and it obviously has been exponentially worse since the election. The, um, the, the inability to control their emotions is incredible, dude. Incredible. Like it's, it's like raging toddlers. Like they'll be set off by anything, and they're just. It's oh, they're the, the. What are the words that become popular amongst the, our our uh, you know sector and ideology? Triggered, unhinged, 
it's because the, these people snap and they, a lot of times it goes physical. Other times it's just very, like they're just emotionally dysregulated. Like it's like you, you, you would literally think you are fucking trying to murder them because you said the wrong gender pronoun or something like it, it's fucked. It's absurd. Uh, and I think part of that is the pampered, pussified culture. Like they, they didn't have to suffer. They didn't have to suffer ramifications for having meltdowns growing up. Like when we were growing up and I don't, I don't say, you know, spanking or hitting your kids is good, but between hard labor at the fucking restaurant and getting our ass kicked, we couldn't have meltdowns. Like you want a bitch or have a meltdown? Like, all right, I guess you have a lot of time on your hands. We'll just take you to the work all day. Like, fuck you. Like, all right, get, wash dishes, dumbass. Uh, or, or here's the belt, bitch at that. Like, so between like the labor and the fucking, you know, physical, it's like, you know, we, we knew that we couldn't be emotionally, you know, insane growing up. Like, it's like, so I don't know if there's none of that now. And that's why these kids just melt down like up because even amongst dudes, I, I made this argument to my cousin when she came to town amongst, amongst men, when you're in a group of men, they tend to all, no women, no matriarchal influence, et cetera. If it's all just dudes sitting around, six, seven dudes, whatever. They tend to kind of respect each other's boundaries and be civil because in the back of their minds, they know if you cross some line of, of respect or inappropriateness or whatever, you might get your ass kicked. Like there's always, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Peterson, Peterson talks about that too, and which I never thought of until I heard him bring it up. He's like, he's like, yeah, men tend to behave around themselves because there's that underlying knowledge. You call it primal. You call it, uh, you know, you, you could argue nature versus nurture if you'd like, but there's that knowledge in the back of my mind. If I say something about this guy's wife or mother, or if I say something too inappropriate, he's going to reach across the fucking table and punch me in the fucking face. Like, so that, that kind of keeps us in check amongst each other, uh, between with these, you know, butches and crazy feminazis, there's none of that. They have like no fear of ramifications, no fear of being put in check. It, it, and I think it's because it doesn't matter if it's their parents or someone growing up, they've just never caught a good beating. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like they, they never, they never learn society, either their, their home upbringing or school or wherever. No one's ever just beat this shit out of them where they're like, shit, I guess I can't go insane in public. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you speak some serious truth there. My mom always had a good either, either extension cord or a, uh, some type of a, a whip, some, anything that she a shoe, anything that she could get her hands on at the time that was close. You better duck. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, and and if and if parents didn't do it, you for me growing up, it was like all right. So even if even if these some of these kids got away with murder, they would say between the ages of six and fifteen, someone would crack a joke about whatever your girlfriend, your mom. Someone would say something that you know below the belt. And you would just punch me in the face. Like, all right, no problem. Here you go. Take one of these for the road. Crack. And it's like, no more mom jokes after that. Like, no. <laughs> so, like, it's if if the home doesn't regulate you and society didn't regulate you, then you're you're out of control. And with no ram, like again, you think you're above, you think you're above it all, untouchable, so to speak. You get this power lust that you've no one's ever checked you. Uh, and I'm telling you that maybe I'm simplifying it, but it, it might come down to something just as simple as that. Yep. The family, yeah, the, the, the family, the, the breakdown that's occurred the last several years, the uh, lack of discipline in, in, inside the home that that's occurred. And then, you know, multiply that with, uh, with the education where everyone must succeed that there's, there's no, uh, there's no, True winners. I, I read the other day, like uh, the school, one of the school districts that I'm in, they're completely uh, get a, getting rid of the valedictorian. Uh, they're getting rid of. <laughs> yeah, they they don't want to identify that anymore. I'm like, OK, well, if that's the point, then why don't we just get rid of grades altogether? Uh, you know, we don't want anyone to be embarrassed or anyone to feel indifferent because they got a C and someone else get again, let's just get rid of grades. And, and, they, got, and they, got, they got, they got, they got sick of too many Asian women winning. 
<laughs> it was, it, 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 they, they figured out the, the, the Nazi conspiracy to have Asians win valedictorian every year. Fucking, that's what, I, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Like that's, so I'm, dude, I'm, I grew up in the, in high school, Midwestern suburbs. We had like four valedictorians in a row at my high school. It was an Asian, uh, like an Asian, I think it was three Asian women and an Asian man, like four years in a row. Um, and like that tell that kind of tells you how fucking delusional these people are. Like there, you have people outside of the culture, a lot of them were immigrants, they come over and the kids just become fucking rock stars. Well, and you know, Gus, we can't have that amount of pressure on people to succeed in school. Okay. That's just a lot of pressure. Uh, for someone to get good grades to want to achieve that. I mean, we just, that's just not. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid, God forbid you're not living in fucking Nazi Germany right now. And you could do anything you want in this country. If you peel the kids away from the fucking reality TV and sports and make them study. Uh, it, it's again, dude, it all comes down to, they want to blame the universe and not the mirror. Like it's, it's everyone else's fault. We're, we're not losing. We're not bad parents. Our kid's not fucking dumb. He's not lazy. Like it's, it's the universe. It's the universe. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good luck with that. Let me know how that fucking goes for, for you and for your fucking offspring. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Gus, bring us home, share uh, with our listeners, uh, your work, perpetual assets, uh, any, any projects, any things you, you guys have going on. I just, I just Go got a, I just got a text from my business partner. We are greenlit. Tests passed. We're good to go. Perpetual assets, retirement accounts, and coming next week, we will be selling selling uh, cryptocurrencies as well. Uh, full disclosure: uh, we don't have the capabilities or scale right now to for small transactions. So we're going to start. We're going to roll it out to retirement account uh, clients first, then larger clients. We we want to have a full grasp of everything before we start taking, you know, $500 transactions, so to speak. So, uh, cause that's when you, there's so many users that chaos can erupt immediately. So, right. Right. Uh, right. So yeah, we we will be, we will be offering cryptocurrencies directly to people, uh, starting next week. We have group where green light compliance is in place. Anti-money laundering is in place. Know your customer shits in place. Yes. When you sell cryptocurrencies, the government is totally up your ass. Uh, so I, I've lived it uh, now. So uh, no, no way to loophole it. Uh, unless you want SWAT team kicking your doors down, you got to play ball. Uh, so we, we, we are very proud to be uh, offering them starting starting next week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. It was a long road, but we, we finally got here. And thank you. Thank you for the kudos as well. Very cool. Everyone, thank you all for tuning in. Again, this is Gus and CJ. Please make sure to like. Please make sure to share. And again, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Cuss with Gus. And we'll catch you back next week. Thanks a lot, Gus. Thank you, brother.